This is DWMOD. As always, I'm your host, Mikey Wilson. Stay with me now. Hey, the Pistons are scrappy, but it's quickly looking like we got all our balls in that lottery bag. Down! Hut! 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 Hey, it's 2023, and they still haven't put Sweet Lou Whitaker in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Knock it off. Ready? Oh, Lions fans drinking that Kool-Aid. Super Bowl! Hey, disagree with me or don't. That's how it works. Hut! Hut! For everybody that was laughing at Dan Campbell, he has delivered everything that he has promised. And now the NFL world is bathing in the grit and drinking the Kool-Aid of the Detroit Lions. The man is the coach of the year. Everybody's up in arms about a college football playoff expansion. Make it 8, make it 10, make it 16, it doesn't matter. In five years, the two super conferences known as the SEC and the B1G will have their own individual playoffs, and those two teams will meet in the college Super Bowl. Bet on it. Hey, disagree with me or don't. That's how it works. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of DWMODS. Disagree with me or don't. We got all right back on, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. How are you guys feeling, man? You know, good. It's uh, it's the time of the year where I get the extra game, and I, I've won back-to-back, and, you know, it's all gravy for me from here. I, I don't even care who wins now. <laughs> You're lying. Hey, I came back into second place so yeah. far. That's pretty good based on that Hell first week. Hella comeback, my friend. Hella comeback after that first week. I mean, climbed right out of the cellar, right up into second place right now. You and I are tied at 32. Epic collapse by me and my Lions. And he's got it locked up already, man. He's got 41 points right now. We can't catch him. If he gets zero and we go sixes, we still can't catch him. So congratulations. Repeat champ, Andy. We'll give it up. We'll Super Bowl right count double, though, right? All right. So we could We're, go 12. Right? It would make uh, it interesting. Well, you know what? Well, let's bring that up in the off-season meetings. We may need to do that for next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a little more, like 10, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe, something maybe like something like that. Make it a little interesting, you know. Or like, you know what we ought to bring back next year that we didn't do this year was we all gave exact score picks for the games. And if you nailed an exact score, you got a bonus five. Now nobody did it, but it'd be right. interesting. It'd be interesting. Right. It'd be fun anyway. Well, hey, before we get to our Super Bowl picks and our finales, guys, there's a few things we can got to talk about around the league. Let's do some quick hits, man. All right. Hey, Bill Belichick does not get picked up by anybody. What do you make of that, Anthony? Uh, I don't think people want him for two years because he's a he's a franchise changer but it's like see themselves in five years from now right like those inner working i do have without naming sources i have a very uh inside source like the patriots basically like it's not going to be the belichick regimen just carried over with mayo it's it's going to be like his show like it, things are going to be run completely differently inside patriots inside of foxborough there is what right. I've been being told, and I'm, I'm like I said, I'm adjacent to the NFL guys, so I have some uh, some good leads there. Yeah, um, but but that's what I was saying. I think we were talking about him maybe going to the Falcons before everything else happened with Morris. Was just like, well, do you want him just for like a day or a year or two? Because I mean, how much longer does he actually want to coach? And then, and then his son's gone now. I know that came after the fact. 
keen to see what his dad would get before like he committed to Pacific Northwest. I don't I don't know. I take it as just no one wants the two-year coach. Like everyone's looking for that coach like they are their franchise quarterback, someone that like a Dan Campbell, for instance, who's you know, he's bought himself at least another five years based just on the past two years, right? Like, I mean, yeah, who knows? Yeah, they, they did run fonts out of town pretty pretty quick, but so that that's my thing. If he was ten years younger, then I don't think it would have been an issue. But he's you know going to be in his mid seventies or is in his mid seventies. So, and all the successful guys, the guys being brought in are all you know they're mid mid the thirties to forties, so they can relate. It's a different type of scheme in the past couple years has proven that Belichick's system. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's only going to get worse, right? Like, it, or however you want to word that, it's only going to get different and go. It used to be coaches then players and now it's <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like who runs players who's, who's actually in charge exactly so I, yeah. I think that came into play a lot because then it's also like he's gonna bring his guys so it's a complete gut right he's gonna he's gonna completely gut everything and then then what they're back to a couple years who knows that, yeah. i mean that's my horrible take on it but but that's what i think people were thinking about no, it's probably true. And that anybody that's meeting with them probably has absolutely been like, Matt Patricia is not coming here. You understand that correctly. I mean, we're, we're on the same page there. Andy, what do you think, man? He just, you think nobody wanted him or you think he just kind of was dipping his toe and seeing what's up? Uh, I think he probably wanted to coach for sure. But I think it, it was something we mentioned like a, a month or two ago is that it's kind of becoming, it's an offensive league, right? And if you look at Belichick's last few years about Brady, you know, like his quarterbacks were not great. He never got a wide receiver. He always was trading out of that pick. Like, you know, like I, I talked about a month or two ago, like the Colts, for example, they hired uh, that dude from Philly who was a good offensive coach, right? And if they hired a defensive coach, Philly would have ended up, or Indianapolis would have ended up like something like four and 13. But they hired that offensive coach and they finished eight and nine and they look kind of fun. So I just think teams are, are part of it is to like what's Belichick bringing offensively. That's interesting. He's not Andy Reed, right? Like he's, he's not, he's not that sort of dude. His defense was great for sure. And, and you know, the Pats can only hold up for so long. So I think that's part of it. I think the other part yeah. of it is kind of like, I think of like Michigan state college basketball with Izzo a little bit, like that, that team should be good this year, for example, but they're like 13 and eight. And like, Izzo's not really, changing with the times to me he's not yeah. like getting dudes who can shoot the three and a little more wing defenders like he's still kind of playing that ball that worked like 10 15 years ago so I, I think Belichick has some of that as well right he's still kind of playing some of that same ball and and the other that worked 10 or 15 years ago when he had Brady right so I think those things are going I do think he's probably going to coach the Cowboys in a year so I think it'll be all mute, to be honest. I don't think McCarthy's going to survive next year, no matter what. And then when he goes, it's going to be Vrabel or Belichick. And we'll see what Jerry does. So I, I think he'll be back. I think he's going to take a year, and he will be back. But he's old, and people he's going to coach till he's 77, 78. I think he's going to coach. Yeah, I think he will. Years. I think he will. I'll tell you what, man. I'll give you this. Um I've been catching whiffs of this, and it makes a lot of sense to me. I'd have to agree with it. Is the Giants next year. He is a guy that as is on the record. Uh, he is a d giant at heart, 
loves that team, came up there, won Super Bowls under Bill Parcells, loves it. Dayball is on the fucking hot seat for this season. If they blow him out the door, I mean, there's rumor mills flying all over New York from some of the stuff I've been reading that says he may be the coach of the Giants. They may bring him in because they may be looking for exactly that, a two-year reset, somebody to come in and set the damn thing up, get him winning again. I don't know. Kind of makes a little bit of sense. I don't know what you think. I mean, if you don't have a quarterback, Belichick can't be your coach. Like, yeah. like who? Like Belichick can't come in and make a quarterback. You just like sure you can argue Brady, but maybe Brady was already pretty decent and worked out. But like Belichick only has three or four years. He's not going to come in with some like, you know, whoever, whoever the quarterback is of the Giants at the time. I think he's got to have a quarterback, which is why I go to somebody like Dad Prescott, maybe. Yeah. Oh no, he freeze on your end. Yeah, we got a freezer again. Um, I was going to say, you know what's interesting is that's how the Giants won. They brought in Coughlin, right? And Coughlin was a ball buster. He was he was the right. old man and get off my lawn, and it worked. Who knows? But again, yeah. like, you had Eli Manning. Like, Tom Brady, you didn't have to, like, you never had to be like, hey, Tom, I think you should uh, watch some more film. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you right. just need some. Right, <laughs> He's right. right. Where it's like, if I don't know. I don't like. I know people don't want to like it's it's interesting. People want to favor analytics and stats until it like backfires on them, right? Because everyone's like Daniel Jones is garbage, and then you look at his stats and you're like, oh, he's actually pretty good. Like, so it's like, yeah. well, which one is it? Because it's a team sport, right? Obviously, the Giants thought something, like he did well enough. It, it's yeah. it's just boggles my mind sometimes when when all of that kind of stuff comes into play. I saw the, I mean, this is complete. I'm just gonna spitball here till Andy can get back in but I saw a side-by-side -side comparison because like people talk about you know the greatness of Michael Vick and it's like they did his stats compared to Lamar Jackson and Lamar Jackson yeah. is so much better Michael Vick only com completed 53 percent of his passes yeah as an NFL starting quarterback people get ripped to shreds if they're like low 60s he was yeah. just over half of his passes completed and I think Lamar already has like 2,000 more yards rushing than Vic did in his whole career. Yeah, it's right, just, right. And it's like. Now, jail like, interrupted that. but <laughs> It did. It did. But Michael Vick has also came out and said that he took the playbook and threw it in the trash. Like, you can rag on Lamar all you want for not coming through in the playoffs. I don't think he's throwing a playbook in the trash. He does not take me as that type of player. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I, I don't no. know. It's it's just well, what I'm trying to say is like people misconstrue these like I, sometimes like he's either the worst or the best, right? There's no like it's, in it's between. So right. You're it's so stat driven and analytics driven, which it, to me is all garbage that has is driven by agents because the more that they can point at a piece of paper and say, look at you can see the numbers, this is what the guys were, and it's so inflated anymore, especially in football. You could take a guy that's the quarterback on the worst damn team in the league and look at his numbers and be like, damn, this guy's got good numbers. Well, yeah, because you're getting your ass kicked every week yeah, and, and you're throwing, throwing shit out of the, the football. Game. Correct. You know what I mean? It, so it's uh, oh. well, I saw a stat the other day. It was like it was like uh someone basically saying like Mahomes isn't good because he causes like 25% of his scrambles or something like that. Whatever he's doing, it's, it's working. Just, it's working. I think he's doing okay. I'm telling you, man, I had a, a analytics just statistics fine. class in college that just stuck with me on the first day. I forget what the example was, but the guy threw up this formula on the board that had to do with football players or something, you know what I mean? And just to simplify it, it was something like, um, yeah, 
will fail this class or something. And then he said, how many football guys are in here? And then what'd you get on the last test? And he plugged this all into this formula he was making up and it came out to be like, Oh, like then only 30% of football players will pass this class. And he's like, and I did that again. I did that last semester and like 80% passed it. So he's like, I can put whatever I want to put into this little formula I'm making up to kick out whatever result I want to get. So just keep that in mind when somebody's giving you a statistic. If it, unless it's hardcore math, like baseball batting average, how many hits, how many at bats, that's, that's what it is. But this new age of analytics, it's all like interpretive of like, and if this happens and then that happens and then take this into consideration, they can manipulate it whatever way they want to do it. You know, it's ridiculous. are way too overanalyzed in terms of that. Like I hate when someone says catch probability. Like, uh, yeah. how do you know? What, what if your guy wasn't even looking? Then it's a zero catch probability because he wasn't even paying attention. Like, I, yeah. I absolutely despise all that. And Andy texted to make a good point about Bill Belichick. Uh, <laughs> Belichick to the Giants. His son's in Pacific Northwest. I think I think maybe you're right. Okay, let's throw a weird top of the hat thing. Maybe, maybe he comes in. Maybe it's a three-person deal. Wow. Maybe literally Belichick. McDaniels and my boy Ziggler go to some go to the Giants like they clean house and Maybe. bring in new new Maybe. you never know right like you can Basically, rag yeah. on McDaniels all you want he's been a very successful offensive coordinator right yes, like he, he has, has. and he he's has. used players like it's not necessarily his system he'll find ways to use the players he has which is a lot of the opposite yeah, of he's a lot adaptive. of coaches now he's adaptive yeah. he'll adapt to what he's got no doubt about it well let's jump into one thing about the Hey, are the Bears going to take Williams or are they not going to take Williams? Everybody seems to be saying they're going to take him. The rumor mill around the, the senior bowl was that's their Bears are taking Williams. I, what do you guys think, man? What do you, I don't know. Oh, uh, his, he froze up again. He froze up again. Um, I lose uh, well, right here's now. the thing. I like Justin Field maybe more than I should. I'm like romantic about him because of him and Trevor Lawrence, what they did during the COVID year. Like they single-handedly almost got, they got college football basically back. I don't know if you remember that. Like the two of them got together and were like, we want to play, like figure it out. Like we want to play like, yeah. and it's the bears, man. Like I lived in Chicago for a number of years. Like it's a bad, Oh, double Andy. It's a bad run organization. But like, so me, I want to see the Bears take Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams get pissed and demand a bunch of trades. But I also want to see Justin Fields maybe go somewhere. Maybe they just trade with the commanders, right? And he goes there and gets a fresh start with a fresh coach, you know, yeah. something like that. Because I like Fields. And I, I'm i not even talking about the actual play. But, like, Fields in college was phenomenal. So it's like if you rank him in college versus Caleb Williams in college, right? Justin Fields uh, yeah. was phenomenal in college. Like, I mean, Caleb Williams is obviously great, but it's then it's like it's the pro, it's a whole new game. I just whole like new best game. prospects like Andrew Lux. Like, you still don't know. So was Ryan Lee. Like, you still don't know. So I want I want Justin Fields to get a chance to get like that second life because I think they're he's too good of an athlete and I think too hard of a worker not to like get in a system that could potentially work for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I hear you, man. A new start is exactly what he needs. Uh, my whole thing, if they're going to take him or not going to take him, is simply decide already. <laughs> if they're going to take him, they absolutely have to trade fields on draft day. 
They can't do it before and they can't do it after. If you try to do it before, they're going to be like, well, we know what you're doing. You're trying to get rid of them. They're going to get fleeced. If they wait till after the draft, they're going to get fleeced. Their only hope to get something really good, to get the best value they can get for fields is on draft day when you've got guys on the phone and you're going, hey, man, my phone's ringing. You want to do this or not? That's the only way you're going to get, um, to me, you're going to get the best value if you do it draft day because guys are looking for quarterbacks. After that, you ain't getting anything, man. Andy, what do you think? Guys, I've had some Wi-Fi problems. I don't know. If yeah. You're... <laughs> uh, I, I, right. Oop, there we go. God. Uh, hang on. Uh, sorry. We can hear uh, you. We can hear you. Okay, good. You know, it, the bear, we're talking about bears and Caleb, you know, like yeah, they yeah. got to they gotta make the decision before draft day, in my opinion. They got to trade. They got to trade him before draft day or before uh, we're talking about fields. They got to trade fields before yeah. draft day for sure. Cause once they draft Caleb, it's over. Now I will argue that Washington's going to make a run at him, right? They got Kingsbury who knows Caleb Williams. I, I would be interested if I'm the bears trading from one to two, for sure. I would do that if I'm not going to take Caleb uh, and then take Marvin Harrison jr. And then I would keep fields. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think they'd be stupid to pass on on Marvin Harrison. Personally, for me, uh, for me, that's the big draft day move that I think should be done is the Chargers swap spots with New England at three to take Marvin Harrison before Arizona can take him. He's the best player in the draft, and he's going to drop to the fourth pick to Arizona. Um, I mean, if at, and if you're New England, why not move back two spots to acquire more stuff? You're still going to get the quarterback you wanted at three at number five. Right? Why not do that? I don't know. I, you know, I know you had a question about, or we, or we got into who, what team should draft someone or something like that, a draft question. Is, yeah, yeah. That's kind of playing into what I think in mind, which is I think what New England should do, by the way, is trade a second for Fields and draft Harrison at three. Okay. So All right. Do that. You get the best player, then you get a quarterback. You got him for one year. And if you like what you got, you pay him. And if you don't, you let him go. It's not a bad move at all. I would do that in a heartbeat if I was New England. Why not? Right. Yeah, I think it's a Why good not? move. And then you maybe get him a little less, or I don't. You know, I don't know what Fields is going to want, but something in that area. But I do think the Bears should draft Caleb Williams. Do I think they will? It's hard to say. I don't know. I'll give you this little nugget that I love. The last time the Bears had two first-round picks, guys, they took Michael Haynes and Rex Grossman. So let's keep that going, Bears. Let's keep that moving. Hey. Love that energy. <laughs> Super Bowl uh, participant, Rex Grossman. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> that's the I mean, there's a energy, lot. Bears. <laughs> I, they're dealing. I, I think Fields, if they trade him, he'll, I think it's a win-win for everybody. You know? yeah, yeah, right. Bears can take Caleb. Feel, like, what if I'm just looking at, like, the draft? It's like, yeah, they what about the Vikings? They're at 11. Like, somehow work out like they're number one. You know in what the I mean? Division, like, I don't think they'll do it. Right. Not in the division. Well, why they're not? not gonna, if they think he's garbage. Because anyway. if he bites you in the ass, you're all fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know I, if people think about things. that as much as like the fans do. Right? I, I don't know. You never do. see it happen much. You don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's one of those things where you just you don't want it to come back to haunt you. He's got that motivation. You got to play him two games. You got like you just uh, they they do I mean, tend not to Brett do it. Favre, you ever heard of Brett Favre? He did. Yeah. It. Well, I think he did that as a free agent. Didn't he go to the Jets first and then he signed with the Vikings? I think. Right. But right. um, you know, they, I don't know. Sometimes they just don't tend to do it. 
I, I don't know. I don't know how to see that happening, but he'd be a, he'd be a good fit there. I ain't no doubt about that. He Indoors. That. That's what I'm saying. Like get him out yeah. of the cold for half yeah. the season. I will say this. Um, I was 100% right last year before the draft when I said the Bears should have traded Justin Fields last year before the draft because they would have gotten more for him last year than they're going to get this year. They would have gotten more for him last year than they're going to get this year, and they'd be in a better spot. But anyway. Maybe. He looked good on that Thursday night, though, when he threw for yeah. like – when uh, what's-his-face had uh, like 300 yards receiving uh, more. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. More, yeah. Like went off. But if they would have traded him last year, they could have just picked Stroud and they could have got picks for Fields. But that's all in hindsight there. But they're stuck with him and now they want to get rid of him now. You should have just pulled the trigger last year. I don't know. Anyways, let's get into one more thing here, fellas, on quick hits. Hey, so be enemy out of work. Right? Washington, as to your point earlier, Andy, uh, guys are going with more offensive coaches. And the Washington Commanders bring in the offensive guru with the thought process of if this doesn't work out, we get rid of Ron. We'll slide B as the head coach and he'll work with Howell and he'll do his magic and we'll have an offensive head coach. And then at the end of the season, they fire Riverboat. B has gone and they bring in a defensive coach, Dan Quinn. What the hell's going on down there? What's going on? Well, they brought in Kingsbury as the OC, right? You yeah. Know, so. That, that's helpful. I mean, honestly, the Washington's offense was horrible the last yep. like seven weeks. Like, it's not like the enemy. It's it's hard when you work at these places like Kansas City when you have somebody like Mahomes, right? Like, yeah. you know, like who's the OC of the Chiefs this year? It's Matt Nagy. Do you remember Matt Nagy? He used to coach the Bears, and he was a horrible yeah. coach. Like, yeah. It's not, and and the Chiefs' offense has been fine, bad to fine, down but bad, yeah, bad but, to fine. And it's kind of catching up here in the playoffs. It's been a little better, but it's not been great. But nobody's, like, trying to give Nagy a job. It's all Andy Reid. Look, I, I think the enemy, who I thought was going to coach Washington, like, that offense was so bad. Like, Hal looked lost. They need a quarterback. You know, I, I, I would rather have Kingsbury at this point than the enemy. I think the enemy's time is just done for now. I think he's a bad just- move. A terrible move taking that job in Washington. Said it last year. Anthony, what did you think about it? Uh, you know, the I mean, I'm going off hearsay, hearsay, but it's like the media loves the enemy, like just why for Andy said, but no one in the league like backs him, like none of his players. No. He's like a, he's a very like dictatorship guy. So none of the players really back him. And it's like that I can get in there and call some plays from Mahomes and get him to throw for 250. You know what I mean? Like, it, you, you, sure. it's like, it's like being a coach for LeBron in NBA. Right. Like <laughs> I'm the coach, yeah. but you're doing 99.9% of the work. But I think they're trying to set up to get one of these young quarterbacks. But Kingsbury, to me, has that Lane Kiffin feel from like 15 years ago where he was getting every job for no reason. No one really knew why. And when he got the Cardinals job, it was like he's like, oh, yeah, players can use their cell phone. And then his whole like uh, draft day setup where he was like trying to be like a celebrity. He's like, dude, you're an NFL football coach. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, that, that sat with me, but also it sat with me wrong. So who cares about that? But I like Dan Quinn. I think I think he's an adult in the room, and I think that's what you need for a lot like the successful head coaches like have that Players respect. Coach. Like, hey, Dan Campbell, hey, Shanahan, hey, Tomlin, you know, Reed. Like, it all goes back to them. So, so having Dan Quinn in there, who's already given you know some good sound bites. Um, I just think that last year was a like they just 
chalked it up. It was over. Howell's not going to be their starter next year. Whoever's, you know, drafted one's going to have a hard time. But, I mean, they got good weapons on offense. Yeah. I mean, think about what they did to their defense. Like, half of the decision, like Chase Young, see ya. Got rid of them. Like, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll check you out later. Like, we, we just don't want it. I saw I think the writing was on the wall, like, halfway through the year. And then, I don't know. I, it's just Cliff, Cliff Barry to me is just, like, I don't understand – like the appeal, I guess. Like, unless he did stuff that yeah. I, I know in college, he had a good, he got like a lot of publicity in college. Remember he ran like female yeah. coaching camps and it was right. like, it was almost like 20% media love, 80% coaching, another 70% coaching, 10% being a handsome young man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I think he's got a lot to prove too, because he didn't prove it as a head coach very well at all. Um, no, hot start able to like that run year, the, but then they, then they but being able to run the franchise, yeah, it like you know it 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 canceled on. I mean, look at the Chiefs, like or the Lions. They love Campbell. Chiefs wearing shirts with their D coordinator's name on it, like that says so much about who those coaches are and what their players actually like respect out of them. But yeah, I don't know, the enemy, he'll find a job somewhere. I just I don't know why his name is always thrown in with like head coaching because you're right. I don't, I don't know either. Right? Yeah. Like I'm kind of out either. on the Dan Quinn hiring by the way i think it's a horrible hire personally i'm like what the last time we saw the dan quinn led defense the packers dropped a 50 burger on him and he had <laughs> good defense and and that he's not gonna have that good of a defense in washington and i just don't think he's a very good coach i think if you're in the nfc east i think if you're like day ball i think you're like i'm gonna destroy dan quinn and i just know it and sirianni is a better coach than dan quinn mccarthy is the only one who could probably be like, I'm as a bad a coach as Dan Quinn. I just think it's a bad hire. I don't know. I don't know. I looked through that before I, we were going to talk about this today. I looked through their season, and every time that they got bombed, he fixed it the very next week. And in the end, like, then they would go on a stretch of like three or four games of dominating on defense, and then they'd give up like 38, and then they'd dominate for four or five weeks again. Like, he, he seems to be one of those guys that can figure it out on the fly pretty quickly and has a good defensive mind. Um, I think it might have been more some of the guys in the room down there in Dallas, not all the way in. Um, right. So I'm on a little bit on the other side of that because in the NFL, you know, when you start sliding on defense, it usually doesn't get turned around that quickly. I think he's a good defensive coach. I don't know about head coach though. You might be right about that. I don't know if he's got head coach written on him. I don't. He's know. gonna he's gonna he's gonna draft the, the the wonderful quarterback tree from North Carolina, the Sam Howe, Mitch Trubisky, Drake May. <laughs> And then his team's going to be garbage for about two and a half, three years. And then the commander is going to be looking for a new coach. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say you're going to be wrong on that at all, but I'm going to throw you something for knock it off. I'm sure you're going to have an opinion on Andy. All right, everyone. Time to do me a favor and knock it off. Okay. Tony is not going to play any kind of role in this Super Bowl game for Kansas City, right? He's been out for five weeks. They've gotten immensely better just not having him in the room. Andy Reid is not a guy that's going to be like, eh, go with my gut here. I think he's going to make a big play. Andy Reid strikes me as a guy that's going to be like, no, we're not fucking with it. It's a Super Bowl. Sit down. Right? Maybe. I, I, I think Reed might play. Him. Look, you got know the history of Andy Reed, right? His sons are kind of a mess. Like he he's a diehard football guy. Like like these players when there are issues, it doesn't bother Reed, right? That's not I, I don't like his son got a DWI last oh, yeah. year before the Super Bowl. Like 
he he deals Andy Reid kind of lives in this sort of like constant mess and the only piece for him is on the football field it feels like to me so like I I think a player like Tony who's like kind of bitching like nobody wants Tony to play do I think Andy will wake up on Saturday or Sunday and say like I am going to play Tony yeah I think it's very possible and I think we may see him out there like in some sweeps you know like stuff like that you know, my, my gut he's tells done nothing me. but hurt him though all year long. Every time he's been on the field, I don't think it's about him bitching, right? It's been like anytime this guy's played, he's done dumb shit and dropped a bunch of balls. We don't need it. Right. Know? Nobody the fans don't want him to play. That's no. for sure. But well, but I don't know. Andy may want him to play. I don't know. Maybe I, Anthony I, you think he's gonna play or what? I think you do uh you you bring in Mahomes and Kelsey and, and one of your linemen and be like, Do you want this guy to dress? There you like, go. To be honest with you. Be honest with me. And I think Mahomes is going to be like, you mean the guy that's single-handedly cost us a couple games? No. This is a yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I, think that, <laughs> I think that would happen. I think Andy Reid has that type of relationship. But it's it's also like I see with Andy Sam, it's, from my perspective, it was like, why? Like, what is the what is yeah. the benefit? Yeah. Like, right. is there – you have other speedy playmakers. You have – like, it's not like he brings that Tyreek element or something like that. He, he's no. a – no. People know his name for his mess ups, not for his. Yeah, right. I'm telling his, you right uh, now, positive, if they know? had that meeting you're talking about, Anthony, I guarantee Mahomes <laughs> went, guys, I've looked like an asshole into the media one time in my career, one time ever. And it was because that dick had lined up egregiously offsides on offense. No, I don't want him in the room at all. <laughs> That's what yeah, I think, man. I mean, also the difference is Mahomes, like, He's not throwing the ball to all the dudes in the playoffs. He's throwing the ball to two dudes, right? Yeah. So, like, like this is why I think Tony possibly plays. Like, Holmes just be like, yeah, sure, play him. Like, just send him deep. I'm not throwing it to him. Like, yeah. move a guy way deep. Let him run right. down the field. I don't care. Yeah. Right? I'm only throwing it to Rice or Kelsey. That's it. Every time they're in a huddle, yeah. Every time they're in a huddle, he's like, gives out the whole play. And Tony's like, hey, what do I do, man? He goes, oh, you go long. Just end zone. If you're wide open and you better be yeah. wide open, I'll throw you the ball. It's like the shitty kid on the playground you didn't want to pick on the team. You know, he's like, What do I do? You go long. Here's my thing is Tony playing special teams. Like whose spot is he taking on the on the on the mm. roster? You know, because if it's somebody mm. that's you're if it's someone that's on three three of the special teams, like it's not worth it. He's not worth it to go in there for ten plays and <laughs> run off and then get mad and probably not do that. Yeah, good point. Good point. You know? Good and he's point. also come out and said dumb stuff, like taking a shot at that. Like, I'm not hurt. It's like, right. all right. We were, yeah. and then Chiefs probably like, we were trying to be nice. Right. And, you yeah. know, a healthy scratch. You know, we didn't want to say that, which is basically like, you're not good enough anymore. Right. And now right. you come out and say something like that. Yeah. That's the spot I think he takes, though, by the way. I think he takes CEH's spot. You remember Clyde Edwards Hilaire yeah. last year was a healthy scratch in the Super Bowl. McKinnon's yeah. coming back. McKinnon's going to play. Pacheco's going to play. Healthy scratch, CEH. Then you put in Tony. I think okay. they got to go with three backs, though, right? Mm, maybe. They'll, they'll have another dude. They can just start running Tony on the backfield. <laughs> like, I, oh, I, I, now you got him getting the ball every other play? This is going off the rails for you. No. <laughs> I, I think he's going to play. I do think he's going to play. All right. Well, we'll see, man. We'll see. Let's I hope check not, though. Out. As a fan, please don't play. Right, that's what I'm saying, man. All right, everyone, time to do me a favor and knock it off. All right, let's cycle through this real quickly because I don't think we need to get long-winded on it. I am absolutely tired 
of the Purdy talk across all media platforms. I mean, and now now we're talking about is Brock Purdy a game changer? I mean, is he really a game changer? Why is he the only guy that we're doing this to, right? Like we've come out and said, oh, he's not even the fifth best player on his own team. Well, like with Purdy, we talk about uh, what, where does he rank on his own team for players? Is he a game changer? Uh, Just stop, man. Just stop. We don't do that with any other quarterback. What's the deal? Well, I hate all the, 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 the Purdy stuff. It's because people... It's a narrative. Oh, he was drafted last, so he's got to suck, right? Like, why is he there? And it's also it go, whenever they do the top 100 NFL, right? I always hate it because it's like, how are you saying a defensive tackle is better than a quarterback? Like, rank them by positions, then if you're going to do rankings. Right. Like, Purdy's the best quarterback on his team, and I always hate like a quarterback is a game manager. Mahomes in the playoffs has been a game manager. No one's ever said anything. Like, was the two weeks ago or three weeks ago when he, he only threw the ball 20 times, right? If Purdy throws the ball 20 times, it's because he sucks. If Mahomes does it, it's because it's the best thing for the team. And they did all these, like, because they're like, oh, his defense is carrying him. It's like, the Chiefs have the best defense, like, in the playoff run, like, in the past, like, 10 years or something like that. But, again, you're never going to hear that. So, no. it's just, I, I don't know. And Purdy doesn't say anything. He always says the right thing. And all of his players are like, this guy's – like we knew he was good from the moment he was on the practice. Anthony, like, he's top five in almost every single category of quarterback stats this year. If he's not first or second or third, I, I mean, what, what else do they want from the guy? What are they, I, I, I don't know. I mean, what it's always funny. is like, yeah, cause you got to deal with now either going to have Brock Purdy or Jared Goff in the, in the Super Bowl. So you got to like come up with, Hey, they're not as good as they should be to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Only Mahomes is allowed in the Super Bowl every year. Or something. So it's, it's, I, I find it ridiculous. And like, that poor kid puts, I mean, not poor, he puts a smile on his face. Now they're comparing him to Lee Harvey Oswald. They ask him a question. It's like, how are you supposed to respond to that? Like, if you I, laugh at all. Super Bowl dumb shit, it's man. So I went dumb. off on it for 30 minutes on Monday's episode. Andy, what do you make about it? I mean, he's fine. <sighs> Look, I was riding the Brock Purdy train last year pretty heavy. Yeah. Like, he should have lost to Green Bay because he was bad. He should have lost to Detroit. Because he was bad. Like, would you, if if you're the right now the same team, I'll let everybody decide. Would you rather play Baker or Purdy with the 49ers? Oh, I would rather play Baker. I don't want to play Purdy. That's well, that's, I mean, but what is that's what I think. Like, if we're gonna list like Purdy's like in, he's like 15th. He's fine, right? He's like I, I think it's fair to be like he's just fine. Like it's okay them being fine. He's, he's well, that's he, not what they say. They never just say he's fine. They're yeah. always like, no, he's not good. He's not as good. No, he's not good. And like, he's not a game changer. And I said, well, I, th- I think I remember last year in the NFC Championship game when he got knocked out. It changed the damn game. You well, know what I mean? start- I'm like, any starting quarterback gets knocked out, it changes the game. You yeah, know? Like, but, but still, no, nobody has an awesome backup. It's just but they're telling me you can plug in anybody and he could do what he does in that system. I'm like, that is such bullshit, man. Give the but kid why, credit. Why? Why? I think if Purdy goes down in the first quarter and Sam Darnold comes in, here's my thing. Put a bet on Sam Darnold MVP plus 3,000, Colin Coward stuff. Because I guarantee you, Sam Darnold could lead this Niners team to a title in one game. A hundred percent. He could do almost the same thing Purdy's doing. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Purdy sees (laughs) I used to watch him all the time out here. I was like, what's the deal with this guy out at USC? You wait. Hey, yeah. Wait. 
when Purdy goes down and Darnold leads the Niners over the Chiefs, I'm going to be like, I can't wait to get those texts. But you, you got, you're telling me, and all these pundits are telling me that Shanahan is just that brilliant of an offensive mind that you could stick any old quarterback in the league in there and he'd be number one in passing, number two in touchdowns, yes. number one in completion percent. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. It don't work that way. Yes. Well, then we're going to see a Browns had Shanahan as an OC. Sure. They didn't do anything. Browns had Belichick. Yeah. It well, takes that was, time. That was early Belichick. But it we takes time. Like Ten years ago. It takes Ten time. Years. You got to make the time. reads. You got to deliver the ball, and he's doing it really, really well. I think they're just shitting on the kid for no reason, man. I don't know. That's what he, I. He's, but hey. he's not great. No, but what you're saying is more accurate. What everyone else says is like Trey Lance should have stayed and been the starter. It's like what? Are, I, what are you guys talking I, about? Stop. Nah, nah. Well, Trey Lance, they knew was bad, right? They knew it couldn't work with him. So they got yeah. a guy that could work with and, and is pretty. They got to get the guy that can work with, with them. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, you don't just wind up as one of the top passers in the league because the coach is really good at telling you where to throw the ball. This isn't JV football. He can play football, man. He's a good player. He's a good player. Are there better guys? Yeah. How many other teams in the league, their, their best player is the quarterback? Three teams, and that's it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Listen, yeah. we got to get the picks. We could go all day on this one, but we got to get to the picks here. Let's jump to it. All right, Super Bowl Sunday. We'll let the champ with the, the F-off Wi-Fi name tag right now. We'll let you go first, Andy, because it doesn't really matter what you pick. You got it locked up. San Francisco is now laying two points. We got the over-under of 47 and a half. What do you think is going to happen, buddy? Uh, you know, I've been thinking about this, uh, this game. You know, like the Chiefs have played in the Dome twice this year. Mahomes only played in the Dome 10 times in his life, and four of those have been against the Raiders. By the way, he's never lost at this stadium. He's 4-0. Uh, the other Dome, the other Dome uh, he, this year, he threw for 281 against, like, the Vikings and 298 against the Raiders. So, uh, look, I think the scoring is, is, uh, is low. I, I'm probably going to be on the under. I don't like it, but I'm probably going to be on the under because I just think the defenses are – at least the Chiefs' defense is better than the Niners' defense, in my opinion. Uh, so I, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I don't know why you wouldn't take I, – I, I get why you wouldn't take the Chiefs. The Niners are loaded, to be honest. But I think the main difference is the man we were just talking about, Brock Purdy. Like, look, Purdy's going to have to show me, like, all you fucking Purdy enthusiasts out here, uh, like how awesome he is. Like, yeah, he's fine. But it, it like he's going to have to be better than fine, in my opinion, to win this thing, especially when I think Sam Darnold can come in and be fine. So uh, I'll I'll take the Chiefs plus two. I'm just going to take the points and then I'm going to take the under, though. All my prop bets are going to be on the over. So I feel awful about the under. <laughs> all right. All right. Anthony, where are you landed? I mean, this is a coin toss, but like, I will have to say now that everyone seems to hate the chiefs, I now like the chiefs a lot more. I started liking them as soon as uh, Travis Kelsey threw Justin Tucker's helmet because I thought that was the best thing ever because Tucker was being a complete dick and he knew it. And like, they asked him to move and like, everyone's, it's just like, it's not what kickers do kick, not from the goal line. Right in front of when the it's just like come on, dude. So anyway, big for his britches, man. He's a legend, but you're still yeah. a kicker, buddy. <laughs> so I, I always bet against the Chiefs because it's hard to be, you know, to repeat and all that stuff. So I'm just gonna cut it as much down the middle as I can. I think it is gonna be the under. I think that's kind of high with the two defenses. 
Um, so just for the sake of fun, I think the Niners are going to win, and I'm going to take the under. But wait, no. Hold on. I meant the other way. Meant the other way. I think the Chiefs okay. are going to win. Wait, no. What did I? What did I write down? Oh, they're <laughs> minus two. That's right. Chiefs. All right, I got, I got Niners. Sorry, sorry. I got Niners uh, winning in a very, very close game. So I have the Chiefs covering. Sorry, I was Ooh, looking okay. at that. Why not? Why not? Why All not? Right. How, why not? It be twenty-four to or twenty-three to twenty-two. You know, and then you All right. get the under. Just and the under. Bad. But I do think okay. it's going to be close. I don't think either team was – I don't think it's going to be the Buccaneers Chiefs Super Bowl from a couple of years back where yeah. it's just – that was weird. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right. Well, I, I tell you, man, um, I am absolutely taking the Chiefs all the way. I'm taking the uh, Chiefs all the way to win the game, but I am going to be on the over, and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to take the Chiefs to win the game, guys. And it is absolutely because of the Niners defense. Look, I hear them in the news saying they feel like they're, they're challenged now and they've been getting disrespected and shit. You have been getting disrespected. You got disrespected by the fucking Packers on your own field. You got disrespected like a motherfucker by the Lions on your own field. That Niners defense is blown out of proportion as to how good they are. And the Chiefs defense is every bit legit as to how good they are. Uh, that's why I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I think it's defense. Uh, as far as Purdy goes, uh, I mean, he, they don't win that game last week if he don't play lights out like he did in the second half. The way the reason that they lost, the, they got their ass kicked early is because the Lions were trouncing that defense, man. That Niners defense is not everything it's cracked up to be, and I'm not going to bet against Mahomes. I'm not going to bet against Mahomes, man. I'm taking, I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm taking the points, and I'm going to take the over. My final score is going to be 27-23. Mahomes over to Gold Diggers, man. That's where I'm landing. So, hey, can I? I have two things. Can I say two quick things? Yeah. I've been thinking about this Chiefs Niners game a lot, and uh, the one game the San Francisco played that makes me think of this game is Bengals at the Niners, because the Bengals do something. They won 31-17. And they do something the Chiefs are going to do is that they just kind of dink and dunk their way down the field. And San Francisco couldn't couldn't control it. They did they they were bad at it. And Cincinnati, you remember that game? Like, what's wrong with the Niners? The Niners were bad. I think that's kind of how this game is going to play out a little bit if you're taking the Chiefs, right? So it's that sure. Bengals style of game. The the other thing I'll say is the stat I got sent to me that the the three best defenses in the league this year were were probably Baltimore, Cleveland. And Kansas City. And after Sunday's Super Bowl, Purdy will have played in all three. He will have played all three of those games. Here's Purdy's stats versus the Browns. He was 12 for 27 for 125 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. 49ers lost. Versus the Ravens, he was 18 for 32 for 255, zero touchdowns, and four interceptions. Purdy, when he's going to play these really good defenses, he does become worse than fine and and okay. i think that is the thing what you guys were talking about earlier what people are talking about right it's the really good defenses are giving him a really hard time so that that's if you're on kansas city those are the kind of stats i think you want to be back in. all right all right man fair yeah. enough well listen guys uh, you got something anthony go ahead yeah i was gonna say can we get a one more bonus prop if we correctly pick the mvp <laughs> let's do it let's put a couple out there let's do it i put a couple out there go ahead man um, I'm going to, okay. So just if, if the, if somehow the Niners do end up winning and it'll be a close game, I'm, I'm throwing it on someone crazy like Fred Warner, 
Who was the guy from the Seahawks one. that won it like a couple years back? The linebacker wasn't Wagner, was it? Yeah, I think so. Was it Probably. Wagner? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm thinking- one of like because I think the Niners have to do something like that, right? Like big pick six or like couple sack fumbles. Okay. So my my okay. dark horse for the MVP is going to be Warner. I love I love for San Francisco. I love Warner. He's like a plus twelve thousand. I love it. The other one in San Francisco I like a lot is Debo because Debo is the kind of guy who goes all out, and Debo knows there's only one game, no next week. So I like Debo. A lot, like plus five thousand, four thousand, two thousand, whatever it is. What's hey, whatever. Here's here's the Kansas City one. No, no quarterback has won it three years in a row. Brady never won it three years in a row. It went Brady, Brady, Deion Branch, Brady, Brady, Edelman. So it's you. Yes, Mahomes is like plus one twenty five, and yes, maybe you want to bet that for fun. But I, I don't. For me, I'm probably not going to bet Mahomes one MVP. It's just it's the odds are horrible. Two sure. guys. Kelsey. One is Kelsey. Don't yeah. think they're going to give it to Kelsey. Just don't think they will. It Gus Kelsey super awesome. The other one, Rasheed Rice, plus okay. seven thousand. Look, if if Rasheed has and Rasheed has to hit ninety yards to make this possible, at least ninety. All right, I'll take the dark horse for um, Kansas City. I'll go with a million to one. Tony, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Listen, I think I think the NFL will absolutely give it to Kelsey if he has a big game. Why would they pass on that marketing moment of him and Taylor Swift in the MVP? Uh, I, I don't think they'll pass on that at all if he has a big moment. But I'll say Pacheco. I'll say if Pacheco goes off, gets a couple of scores, runs for over 100, that may be a good one. And for San Francisco, I'm going to say the dark horse to take the MVP is Brock Purdy. Nobody thinks he can win the damn game and he ain't any good. I'll go with Purdy, man. He's second in Super Bowl MVP odds. What are you talking about? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't look at that. I it's don't like know. Plus three, plus four hundred. Like because the quarterbacks always win it, right? Right. You know, what we didn't bring up though. Just to, is if Dooney's going to play or not. He's not. So when do you remember when the Chiefs got smacked by the Bucks? They were missing some linemen. Yep. So true. if he true. doesn't play, that that's that's look for the uh, Niners to bring heat up the middle, right? right. So it's right. like that that. That's one of those things I think that plays a lot more into it than like the casual observer like us like will realize, you know, like sure. in terms of like game planning and everything else. So I think that's it. But that's all right. They got Tony. That's who's going to take his spot. Here's, wanna, the other, here's the other thing, by the way, on MVP. God, I hope we don't see Tony, though. Here's the other thing on MVP. Chris Jones for Kansas City, I think, is oh. kind of interesting. Oh, interesting. But it, since, just so you know, no Titans ever won the, the Super Bowl MVP. It's no. Really? No. Don't no. think never, and don't think it's going to happen. Mainly because sports writers who are grumpy old farts are not going to vote for Travis Kelsey. Just, and that's my opinion. No, he's going to have like twelve catches. Like you know, he's, he's going to have to have at least twelve, probably fifteen, to, for him to give up. But the last running back to win it was Terrell Davis. That he yeah. was the last, and that was in one ninety-eight. There's been twenty-four Super Bowls since then. Here's the MVPs: sixteen quarterbacks, four wide receivers, four defensive players. That's it. Yep. So, I, you know, I think you you can take your shot to me, a wide receiver or defense, if you want to go for a long shot. Watch Kelsey. Okay. All right. All right, man. Well, look, like, there's a lot of good notes stuff. there. Go ahead, Anthony. What's that? I was going to say, I said, watch it be like Harrison Bucker or something. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Get, get like Moody. Moody comes away with it, hits like seven field goals, something crazy. Yeah. Hey, let me you throw a prop at you, too. A couple props, real quick. 
I think Butker over one and a half field goals, mainly because Andy Reid plays it pretty safe in the red zone. If he doesn't get sure. it, he'll go for it. So I, I kind of like that one. I like Pacheco over like 67 yards as well. Total or, or just rushing? Rushing, just rushing. Just rushing. I think he'll get up there. I also like Mahomes over. I'm, te- I'm This is my problem with my underbet. I like a lot of the overs. Just because I think Mahomes is going to throw over 250, 260. I think he'll get over that. Yeah, probably. He probably will. Well, listen, guys, I know you carved out a lot of time to do this thing all playoff runs. I appreciate the both of you very much, man. It's a lot of fun to do this thing. No, it is. Andy, congratulations on winning again for two oh. years in a row. Uh, man, it- you know, Anthony, hell of a comeback. You'll probably wind up in second place on this thing now because I'm falling off the rails here. So congratulations to you and a hell of a comeback, pulling yourself out of the cellar. Appreciate you guys, man. Enjoy the games this weekend, and we'll see you next time, man. See you, brother. Bet. Wanna bet? Cash money. It's time for another episode of All Right Bet. Wanna bet? No! God, please, no! No! Tease it. Tease it. Wanna wanna chicken dinner? I'd buy that for a dollar.